Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. And let's face it, there's quite a few. Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas, like, is it okay to poo on a plane? Well, I mean, if it's long haul, the flight. (laughs) And is it possible to not look like a knob if you buy the fast pass through security? I bought you two fast pass when we went to Monaco. Yeah, look like right knobheads. Well, no, we, we had more time in the lounge. Exactly. And of what lounge? We had a breakfast from Weatherspoons. Well, we wouldn't have had more time in the lounge, but I forgot I was travelling with you two. Yeah. And you wanted to go to Weatherspoons. You really disappointed me that day, because I was the only one next. For me, going to the airport is you get a big fry up before the plane. You had mm. a bit of toast, and I think Ben had a wrap. And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen? No, we're not, Jordan North. I'm more Wedgwood, you're more Plywood. I don't get that. Oh, God. Well, thank you to Cam, who's an avid G&Tiva. He's a sober G&Tiva. Oh, OK. A rare much. bunch. Well, Wedgwood, do you know what Wedgwood is? My China is Wedgwood, or some of it, anyway. Is it a fancy mate? Yeah, like Royal Crown Derby, Royal Dalton, Wedgwood. I recently bought some mugs from John Lewis. Is it better than them? If my friend Stephen were here, he would tell you all about this. But yes, probably. Okay, where's Wedgwood made? Uh, well, their factory officially is in Stoke, but oh, the Potters—that's how they call yes, Stoke. The indeed, Potters, where Ben is supposedly from. Well, sort of. But as I have been told uh, in the past, uh, a lot of Wedgwood now is, is made in Vietnam. Oh, is it? Yeah. OK. Anyway. Shall we have a gin and a bonnet? Uh, more Wedgwood, you're more plywood. You still so make... Wedgwood isn't a type of wood? N- no. I thought no, it was it's... like a fancy wood. No, it's, it's, it's type of china. 
Like what you get from Oak Furniture Land. It's not. You don't get it in Oak Furniture It's a knock. Onward. That's their jingle. Was it? Yeah, and they used to sponsor Burnley. Did they? Yeah. Oh, and apparently Stoke. Did they? No, no, us, meaning. Oh, and... Oh, Ben just said soon to be us. I was like, oh, the sponsor is Stoke. No, the podcast. Hey, we say Jeevan Divas. Um, you, you give it, we'll read it. Let's do a toast. I poured the gin into Bonnet. We're talking about... We're going to talk about holidays this episode. Oh, are we? So why don't we toast future holidays? Because we haven't been able to do many. Are we doing a themed episode? We're going to, we're going to go back to a themed like it's uh, 2018. We haven't done a themed episode since the first two series. No, we haven't. Do you remember when I was dead against them? Yes. And now I just shut up and do as I'm told. <laughs> yeah, right, I was only. like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If only. To future holidays. To future holidays. Sun, sex and Siagra. Siagra. Uh, oh. Is that a type of... Not Siagra. Is that the knockoff off Sangria. 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 Right. Let's talk about holidays. What is your... Now, you're... Obviously, we know that you don't love flying. I've been to Monaco with you. I've had my circulation cut off in my hand, as has Ben, when you had to hold our hand. But what is your dream type of holiday? Okay, my dream holiday is somewhere hot, obviously. But I am a very basic bitch when it comes to a holiday. Okay. Right. I... Well, I think we talked about this. Um, as long as it's a nice hotel, mm. a nice pool and a nice beach, a nice restaurant, that's all I want. I, my idea of hell on a holiday is having one or two things planned, but having an itinerary every day, okay. having excursions to go on, yep. having trips that we've got to do. That's the same thing. Just, I just want to get up in the morning, I want to have a big breakfast, right? Mm. I want to read my book by the pool or on the beach, and then round about... Half 11, mm. I want to look at my watch and think, is it too early to have a beer yet? Should I have a beer? And then as the week goes on, mm. that gets earlier and earlier. So it gets about 10 o'clock and I think, I can't have a beer now. Could have an Irish coffee. <laughs> should, I have a, should I have a beer? I've not got a problem. I just That's my idea of a holiday. Then going out, nice meal, bottle of wine, back to the hotel. It's a lot of alcohol. Also like a bit of a nap. You know when you've been at the pool hmm. and you go back to the hotel? A siesta. And you have a massive shag. <laughs> and then afterwards you wake up from your nap and mm. the, the air con's blowing on you. You wake up and you have a bag of Lay's and a Fanta lemon. A bag of? Lay's. You've had one of those an hour ago. <laughs> I wish they did Fanta lemon here. Fanta? Lemon. Lemon? Yeah, you only get it abroad. Do you not just say Lemon. It's lemon abroad. Oh, is it? They do do Fanta lemon here. But yeah. Okay. Um, So pool or beach? Uh, If you had to pick. Pool. Yeah. Less sand. Yeah. I like sand. It's it's not just that. It literally gets everywhere. It's all over beds and your flip-flops in between your toes, in the bits of your eyes, in your nose, crack your arse. Mm. It's everywhere. It's not nice, is it? No. No. Um, What's your idea of a perfect holiday? Uh... Luxury hotel, and I mean luxury hotel. Mm. Pool. Yep. So actually quite similar to yours, but I ha- would have a feel that your hotel that you would be in, would you be wearing a wristband? I wouldn't because these days they give you a card. <laughs> <laughs> but you get the idea. <laughs> Are you saying all-inclusive? Yes. If you want to get pissed, show us your wrist. 
Oh, my God. Okay, now, I was very much an all-inclusive kind of guy. Yes. And I've been all-inclusive. Yeah. Now I'm more half-bored. <laughs> so you get your breakfast and your... <laughs> I know the feeling. You get your breakfast and your lunch. But um, the reason why all-inclusive now is... All-inclusive's fine. My mum and dad did it recently, but a, a very nice hotel. Mm. One of the best hotels. They, they treated themselves for their anniversary. In which country? It was in Ibiza. Oh. And they said it was it was, it was was lovely because they're very bit all-inclusive. Uh, and I'd do it for that if it was nowhere Did else. Just you stop to, touching my finger? If it was nowhere else to go. But I read something recently, well, a couple of years ago, and I was like, right, all-inclusive hotels are not actually very good for the local economy. Mm. Think how many restaurants have shut down. Exactly. Of it. Get very deep these days, aren't I? So I do half board where you can get bed and breakfast. So you get breakfast and they do a little buffet. A buffet. Oh, shut up. It's you summer. know how to say that word properly. Yeah, but I'm still trying to prove I'm still me. <laughs> <laughs> so just go with it. <laughs> it's buffet. Actually, on that pronunciation, can I can I take this opportunity to uh, correct a lot of people's pronunciation of that word? It's buffet. 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 Not buffet and not Buffet. Buffet. It's not buffet. Look at the French. Buffet. Buffet. It's buffet! <laughs> like, like that. Okay? So, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say no to an all-inclusive, no, but I've been... I went all-inclusive in Magaluf. Mm. Oh, my God. My brother stag do. Is that our Ryan? Our Ryan, yeah. And literally, the vodka was sweating out of you. Oh. They couldn't give you enough. House vodka. Right. The bottle's cheaper than the actual spirit. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but yes, no, I think nice, quiet... What, what do you think about city breaks, where you go and sort of explore a city? All up for that. Don't, see, don't... There, I'd want a bit of planning yep. and preparation. But like, right, we'll do this. This is a good restaurant. Mm-hmm. City break, weekend away, you've kind of got a plan. But if you're there for a week, ten days, two weeks, just go out. Go out and have a stroll. Mm. Mike and I are going to we're toying. Hopefully, if all being well, we're going to go to Amsterdam for a couple of nights. Oh, are yeah. Later on in the year. Oh. Yes, I, we we have been before, and we did do. You know, I would always say there are, there are two sides to Amsterdam. Obviously, we do the nice side. There is two sides, you're right. But we we did take a bit of a wrong turning one evening and found ourselves in you know the other side of Amsterdam. And that's we're, how William met Mikey. He was in the window. <laughs> We're walking round. And William said, how much for the man in the window? £200. <laughs> he was in a builder's costume in a window. We're walking round holding hands, looking, you know, in the grand scheme of things, quite homosexual. And we go past <laughs> these windows and there are these girls sort of, you know, jiggling everything and sort of pointing. Just for the And reference. it's like, well, we're probably not interested in there you. Is... Sorry, go on. Probably thinking you need to put a nice cardigan on. Look a bit cold. There is a gay bit in Amsterdam. Is there? Yeah, I think. Is it called the Blue Light District? I've made that up, Ben. No, it is. How yeah. do you know it's called the Blue Light just, District? Ben, is it called the Blue Light? Yeah. So there's a like there's a Blue Light District. However, mm-hmm. I've done Amsterdam. I've done it all. Has Amsterdam done you? <laughs> <laughs> I've done Amsterdam. Yes. But I I also know because. Basically, I was best man on it. It was the day after, it was the weekend after we recorded the first series. Oh, yes, I do remember yeah. that, yeah. And I 
couldn't sleep one more. I was so stressed, and it's stressful being a best man mm. on a stag do. And I was trying to make sure that everyone's having a good time. And I was up early one morning, and my best mate's boss was with us. Mm. And he and I ended up going for a stroll. We got a really nice coffee and went to the nicest cafe ever. And it was literally over the water. And he was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, the beautiful part of Amsterdam. And I've always said I wanted to go back and see that side of it. Yeah, well, it is nice. Mike and I once had a, a Airbnb on one of the canals. And we were, get, we were going out for dinner and we got into a, a taxi. And sadly, because it was a bit sort of windy, the door hit Mike. It was actually quite nasty, but it hit Mike's head as he was getting into the car. And, you know, it's unfortunate, it's painful. But Mikey, for for two days, was utterly convinced that his brain had rotated. (laughs) And obviously when I laughed at that concept and said, I don't really think your brain's rotated, darling, I got really told off. Oh. I was like, I just don't physically think it's possible for your brain to rotate. And he was absolutely adamant that his brain had rotated. And the more I laughed, the worse it got. He's a well-educated guy. Where does that come from? Yes, but he can, from time to time... Be a tad dramatic. Yes. Sorry, don't want to put words in your mouth there. Yeah. I'm not dramatic! My bloody head were clamped in that taxi doer, Jordan! And you should have seen the state of it! It was like something from Drop Dead Fred. My eyes popped out of my bloody head, and I were in agony, and he had him bloody laughing at me all weekend! And I could feel my brain rotating. So don't take piss, because I'm telling you now we're in agony. Anyway, as you may have noticed, Gene Divas, we're back, as Jordan mentioned at the top, we're back to doing themed episodes, just, just for a special occasion, because hopefully you might be thinking about going on a holiday, you might be going somewhere on a green or an amber list, uh, and so we thought it's a good opportunity to talk about holidays and to refresh you know it's been a while since we've all been on holidays we've probably talked about it before but let's let's do it again where are we with towels on sunbeds um fine if you're on them so you're not allowed to go down in the morning 15 minutes before that would be fine yeah if you go off for lunch yeah i agree i think that's okay because probably by lunch everybody who wants a sunbed has probably got a sunbed. So you've claimed it, you've been on it for numerous hours, you can leave your books and anything that you feel comfortable leaving. But pre, in the morning, fine for 15 minutes. Graham just rips them off. What, other people's towels? Yeah. He doesn't care. No, honestly, he just rips them off. And I I remember going, Dad, we say, oh, and remember this family walking past and there on the bed was some bold-headed bloke from Burnley covered in tattoos. Would you say out to him? No, probably not. There you go. Yeah. I don't think when you... Dad's like, walk on, pal. Walk on. That's in me up, pal. There you go. Sounds like he supports Liverpool. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Um, Lads, um, I don't think you can do that when you're my parents. I I think it, it doesn't really work. I met my dad sound like he's actually... You've met my dad. Yes, I have met your dad. He's very nice. But I wouldn't cross him. You, you are, of course, scared of flying. Are you still scared of flying? Do you think any of your, your big conquests last year, I'm talking about um, I'm a Celebrity, means that you're sort of less scared about certain things? Or are you still a bit nervous? No, I'm, I'm definitely better. And for me, um, last year, this time last year, I went out to see my mum and dad. Do you remember we were recording there? I do, yeah. And I've flown on you my own. a little bit tiddly. Yes, I was. What, when I was in Spain? Yeah. 
Was that? That's when we recorded. Could you tell? Yes. I just don't like flying. I just do not like the thought of being up there and anything could go wrong at any minute. So, a fun fact I learned this week. I was listening to a documentary about, guess what, Mary Poppins. It was a Radio 4 thing about the song Feed the Birds. But within it, the actress Karen Detrice, who played Jane Banks in the original Disney film, of course she was a child when she did it, she was British, she was taken over to LA, and she hated flying. She was a child? Well, yeah, Jane and Michael Banks, they're children. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she was a child. She was a child actress. And she was scared of flying? Absolutely scared of flying, but obviously had to fly because of the. she was based in Britain. It was all filmed in LA. And... Walt Disney, who was alive at the time, in order to help Jane feel more relaxed, converted his plane into a sweet shop so that she could then sell everybody on the plane sweets Shut up. to distract her, which was so lovely. What a lovely thing to do if you, you know, make it sort of distract. Oh, my God. He had money to burn him. Well, yes. Maybe when you get on a plane next time, we could turn it into a pub. Oh, my God. That'd be ace. And then you can just, like, serve people pints. Or we could turn it into a radio studio. Whatever's going to distract you. Are you, are you willing to do that on your private jet? <laughs> It'll be my private jet, but Ben's going to pay. Oh, that's a great I story. I thought it was a lovely little story. Yeah. And, I, and to be fair, when I listen to Mary Poppins documentaries, a lot of it, I'm like, mm, this story again. Um, but... This one was one I hadn't heard. Here's one for you. Mm. Say you go on holiday on your own. A lot of people do. Yes, I, ha- I have been to holiday on my own. Have you? Once, once or twice. Um, or say you're working away and it's somewhere hot. Well, I've done that a lot. And um, is it ever okay to ask a stranger to rub some cream in on your back? No. Straight is, away? That is weird. Is it? That's a definite no. Is that not okay? It's, n- it's not okay, hon. But what if you're burning? Um, well, wear something with a back. You know me. I would literally, if someone said, can you roll, I'd be like, yeah, sure, sound. Fine. You you would be if, you know, there was a, you'd be that same person that if there was a bank being robbed and they went, oh, could you get the door of the getaway car? You'd open the getaway oh, yeah, car. Definitely. They'd get in and you'd shut the door. I'd be like, Bye. All right, lads. You've dropped a bag here. Is this yours? you dropped a tenner. Do you want this? Lads. <laughs> in a rush. When you do go away, even if you're on a staycation, oh, really? what's your opinion? I didn't think you'd say staycation. What's your opinion on people who take Instagram content when they are away on holiday? What do you mean? Like posed photographs by the pool. Uh, don't be a bitch. Each to their own, right? Let's let's be real. Mm. I mean, social media is a big part of people's lives now. And it doesn't mean you have to be an influencer to be on social media. So if you're going to take a picture of you on holiday, you want your family and friends and your colleagues to see you looking good. I'll tell you why I ask. When I was away in Amman, mm-hmm. deep in Amman, I had a few weekends where I had some time off. Can I just say, you sound like you need to do a massive burp. Are you OK? I'm fine. You sound like you're speaking a bit like that. Oh, OK. I'm OK. I'm okay. Do you want me to wind you? <laughs> Come here. I don't want to... Come round. Oh, come round. I don't even know what you're going to do. Sorry to interrupt you. Don't. <clears throat> you're right. Go on, let's get it out. What are you doing? That's why you're speaking like that. <laughs> you had too much to bonnet. 
You're just hitting me on the back. No, and I'm, it's winding, quite... I'm winding you. <laughs> this is hitting me on the back. That's what you do with babies. Put me over your knee. <laughs> is that helping? Yeah. Oh, oh I mean, it's quite aggressive. Just give your chest a rub. You're doing me head in, sound like you need to do a burp. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Then. What were you saying? It's a bit weird. Anyway, is this okay now? Or am yeah. I sounding oh, okay you do for sound you? A bit better now. Good. Um, when I was deep in Amman, I <laughs> had a few. I had a few <laughs> weekends where I had a three-day weekend, so I checked myself into some nice, quite nice hotels. And there was one, which is a very sort of trendy hotel, uh, very popular. And I was the only person in the pool. It was wonderful until this couple came and she clearly thought that she was Kate Moss. Let me tell you now, listeners, she wasn't. And her boyfriend was made to take, and I mean, they did a whole photo shoot next to the pool. She was like up against a pillar like... Yeah, that's counting. She was. She didn't get in the pool, but she sort of got in the pool just one step, and she was like coming out of the pool, thrusting her chest forward, doing all those sort of poses. They were doing slow motion walks as she walked down the side of the pool. I'm trying to get out of the pool to get to my seat, but they were in between the pool and where my lounger was. Yeah, I agree with it. That's a bit. That's a bit extra. And it and it's and I'm convinced. I don't think they were even staying at this hotel. They had turned up for the day, uh, were doing their thing, maybe would have a coffee, and then would disappear. And they're going to post on their Instagram, I'm staying at this hotel. Yeah, it's a bit cringe that. And it annoyed me. Now I don't mind if people want to use beautiful locations and ultimately hotels love it because it's marketing for the hotel. I don't yeah. 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 So I can see why. But when you're getting in the way of, of people that are actually paying to be there and using the hotel not for their own social media following, that's when it's annoying. But there's nothing wrong with taking a few pictures of your friends and family. This did go on for 50 minutes. 50? I came out of that pool, I was like a prune. Oh, really? I was very wrinkled. Were well, yeah. Mm. I got in that pool, I was 30. I got out of the pool, I was 31. I wonder if that was some famous influencer or... It, it really wasn't, I can assure you that. Shall we have a Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week? Cue the jingle! If you like a chap that's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat with our Jordan. And if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. What did the janitor say when he came out of the cupboard? And we'll tell you the definition after the break. Punchline. Oh, yeah, sorry, wrong That's why I do that bit. (laughs) I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hello, it's me, Jamie Lang, and I've got a new podcast, uh, and this time there are no gimmicks. It's just great company. Because the thing is, I realize the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people. Hello, I'm Youngblood. Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faye. Jay Blades. Elizabeth Day. Zara Larson. Casper Lee. And I'm Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Apparently. It's Great Company with me, Jamie Lang. Out now. Okay, Gene Divas, <laughs> thanks for sticking with us. And thank you very much to Dawn's grandson, Tyler, who sent me this. And if you want to send me a Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week, send them in all your usual places. What did the janitor say when he came out of the cupboard? I don't know. Supplies! <laughs> <laughs> I love how much you love these jokes. I love a joke. I love a joke. (laughs) For someone who has actually got quite a good sense of humour, you love a really bad joke. (laughs) Uh, Should we do another one? Oh, if we must. Where are average things made? Milton Keynes. The satisfactory... (laughs) Laura says, I uh, just thought I'd send him my favourite joke for Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Someone bumped into me at the bakery yesterday, spilling all my pies and pasties. Serves me right for putting all my Greggs in one basket. This, oh. this is enough to make you want a holiday. Gene Divas, we have some news for those of you who have tickets for our upcoming tour. A few weeks ago, of course, we celebrated the fact that Jordan will no longer be a part-time DJ, but will be working a full four days a week come September. And this is truly wonderful news, but as our tour begins in September, it has had an impact on some of the midweek dates that were due to take place. Uh, I don't even know where to begin with this. You know, like, personally, how stressed they have been about it. Um... We're going to have to reschedule some dates. Not all of them. Not all of them. Just a few. I get it. If you've already paid for the tickets, they've already been rescheduled a couple of times before. I know this is... Due to corona. Due to corona. I know this isn't ideal, especially as well. And this this is what gets me the most. If you've already spent money on the hotels and you've planned the night out and gone for a meal, I just hope that it's not disrupted your plans too much. The good news, though is that it's only the midweek dates that are being rescheduled. Yeah. So the good news is your date will be moving to a weekend. So we can all share some extra D and drink responsibly, but have a bit more D than you perhaps planned on having. So that's the silver lining. And it is still more or less around the same time that you were going to see us. Yeah, basically, if you come to see us during the week, we come to see us at the weekend. We know this tour has been disrupted in the past and... Believe me when I say this, I am very, very sorry that we've got to reschedule again. But now that every show is on at the weekend, like William said, we can... Get absolutely smashed. There you go. We can get absolutely smashed. Um, 
Full details of the new dates will be on Instagram and our Twitter pages. We're at Sex My Boss on our website or sexmyboss.com forward slash live. You will be contacted by the ticket supplier in case you need to make any changes. And if you're still cross, Steve writing the afternoon's quite good, so you can always tune into that. Oh, cheers. <laughs> Love the factoids. Should we go to the listeners' problems? Let's let's go to the listeners' problems, please. I feel like this episode's been, like last week, all bit here, there and all everywhere. over the shop. We need a holiday. Higgledy-piggledy. Higgledy-piggledy. Dear William Jordan and PB, how far should you go to master the language of said chosen destination on mm. holiday? As a language student, I always try my best to learn as much about the language of the country I'm visiting before I go, even if it's only a few basic phrases. Not only because it's easier to get by, but also because I think it shows respect, despite English being the lingua franca of Europe. Or they've actually written lingua francs of Europe, but they mean lingua franca. Franca. In that pizza place. <laughs> Frankamanka. Frankamanka. Or as my mother calls it, frankly manky. <laughs> Although she does really like it. Does she actually? She just can't remember what it's called. That's my... a free ad there for Frankamanka. My dad on the other side has always been such a Brit abroad and never made any effort, to the point it's often embarrassing and offensive how little he knows. In Germany, he once asked for Zibil and speak. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, can I have Zibel? <laughs> it just amazes me how funny you find that. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's really tickled me. And speaking in English like Yoda and honestly thought he was speaking German. And in France, he speaks such a bad mixture of franglais, it makes me cringe. What is your advice for Brits abroad regarding this? From Poppy. I'm going to let you pick up here because I, uh, I cannot comment on this. You do Hola. Wa- two beers, please, love. Two. Two beers. And it's awful. It is awful. I'm not, I'm not that bad. I'm joking. I'm not that bad. You need to learn... Hello, goodbye, please, thank you, and then Can anything the else. Bill? And the bill, please may I have the bill. La quante por por for. What? I'm sorry? La quante por por for. Right. That's Spanish for... My mum and dad are really good at it now. Are they? Have they got two tongues? And they've got, li- they've got a little friend who works behind the bar. She's lovely. And she speaks to them in a bit of Spanish and they pick it up and then speak back to her in English. It's That's really nice. cute, yeah. Yeah, do you you don't speak really any other languages, do you? I mean, I you barely speak English. Yeah. No. Dans ma famille. Dans. Il y a six personnes. Remember this from French. Yeah, nine. Dans ma famille. Il y a six personnes. Ma mère, Wendy. Ma père, Graham. Ma frère, Ryan. <laughs> typical French name. Ma frère, our Ryan. Dominic, Bradley. And I forgot how you say we like to go to the cinema at weekends. Well, that's a bit random. That's just well, that that was French at school, weren't it? You have I, to say what did you like to do with your family. I've said this before, way back when on our podcast, but because of when we were both at school, it was the Tony Blair curriculum of education. Uh, I have learnt all about how to talk about the environment in German. Have you actually? Yes, the Umwelt ist sehr wichtig, which is the environment is very important. What do you speak? Schloten macht die Umwelt kaputt. 
which means carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide makes the environment bad. It's terribly helpful. It's not great when you're ordering in a restaurant in Berlin. Do you <laughs> do you speak any languages? Ambition uh, of German. Do you speak German? Ambition. Ben just said in our ear, the language of love. A bit of German. A, a very bit. Only in about the environment. You asked me what a wind turbine is in German. I'm your man. What is it? Und Wind Turbine! I can't remember. <laughs> it's the German accent. Zibel. Um, yeah. You want a handful of phrases. As I, I agree. say, those key phrases, learn those, revise them before you go out for each meal. I can, my brother was very good at this, especially when we went to Italy, because French we're quite good at, we're quite good at other languages. But Ciao. Very good. But with, with um, Italian phrases, James would sort of do a little revision in the car before we got there. Oh. He was very good at that. He's very conscientious. No surprises, he's the favourite. I, I do, do agree Do you know my mother you. once called him her politest son? What a knife to the heart that was. When was a son who's an etiquette expert? Why are you only telling us this now? Because I'm still not over it. How long ago was this? Three years. All right, calm down. My other favourite story about my mother and my brother, because she's so concerned about him. James lives quite close to my parents. He literally lives a stone's throw away across the road. Well, not across the road. So there's a church very near where James lives. Yeah. And it was in the news that the steeple had become a bit loose. Oh, So my mother, for days, would text my brother going, please be careful because Christchurch steeple is loose. Because clearly she thought that James would be walking by innocently and a bit like hot fuzz. The church steeple was going to fall over and impale James. Bless her. She did actually text him she every te- day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does she say when you go flying? What is it? Tell us. Mikey told me this ages ago. So when you go flying, if it's just her and your dad on the plane, that's when she panics. Yes. Because if they die, they'll leave you behind. But when we're all together, she's less panicky. Because we'd all die together. We'd all die together. Yeah. Bless her. I know. I'm not even going to do an impression of that. But yeah, I agree with William there. It's it's good to pick up a few bits of language. And I think they appreciate at least you trying. Exactly. Even if you're getting it wrong, you are in terms of the pronunciation, you are trying. That said, when I went the very first time I went to China, I was taught a bit of Mandarin to start my talks with. And I was taught hello everybody, which is something like, and forgive me to any Chinese listening, Dacha Hao. Okay, so I was told, say hello everyone in Mandarin at the top of your speech. But as you may know, with languages like Mandarin, it's all about inflection. And if you inflect one way, it means one thing. If you inflect, pronounce it another way, it means something else. No one had told me this. So I was saying, instead of da jia hao, I was saying da jia hao. Tiny difference. I cannot tell the difference. So I, was, I did five talks where I started it with fighting is good, which is the other inflection. <laughs> and five talks in, my colleague came up to me and went, we need to address this. <laughs> and I thought, no wonder I'm not getting a clap. Next question, please, William Hansen. This next one is from Sophie. Hi, William and Jordan, and of course, producer Ben. Why did you put of course? My question for you regarding holiday etiquette is what happens when you're the only ginger on holiday? I'm a pale ginger and freckly, an easily sunburnt woman, and don't cope very well in the sun. I love going on holiday, but I have to either be in the shade or in the pool. 
I feel that I ruin the holiday for others, though, if I keep doing this. What do you suggest? Thanks in advance, and I love your podcast, Sophie. Sophie, honestly, and they're much more available now. Hazmat suits. (laughs) No, seriously, because a lot of people say to me, because I've got, like, dark features, but I'm quite pale. You are very pale. I'm very pale. They say to me, uh, um, are you Irish? Because apparently that's like... But Mm. I'm the same on holiday. I I burn so easily, so I'm in the shade. You to 50. Uh, I start on... Yes, I do start on 50, go down to 30 if I want a bit of a tan. Dangerous. Yeah, but um, like some people put 15 on, so I get that as well. Don't feel like you're being a party pooper. If you need to be in the shade, stay in the shade. Yes. Don't feel like because you're the same, aren't you? I'm I'm very pale as well, so I don't I don't I mean, I love the idea of sun. Sun doesn't love me. Yeah. So don't worry about it. You do, however, Sophie, say that you have to be in the shade or the pool. Now, my concept of water is that actually water refracts is and reflects. And yet, supposedly, it's good for your face. Apparently, if you want to get a tan on your face, sort of staying neck in in the pool. I think underneath the water, you're okay, but you still can get a tan. Yeah. So you do need to be careful from a from a sun care advice point of view it's like turned into a consumer slot on this morning here um but your head is is going to sort of you know the the sun's going to bounce off the water and back onto your face don't think sophie that you're being a party pooper at all no no don't be and and if your friends tell you that you are they're not your friends yeah i'm the same i'm the guy in the shade as well like i love the sun i love the hot weather and i love going abroad but i can't can't. when i say i sit out and read my book in it i need to be under under a big brolly Quick one here. This is from Nirit. So, when staying in a hostel with bunk beds, can you tell the people in the bed above or below you to stop fucking? Because it makes you uncomfortable. I was in a hostel once. Right. It's really weird. I just got back from M&M World. <laughs> M&M? That's in Leicester Square, isn't it? Yeah. What, you were in London? Yeah. I was about 21, just finished uni. Why were you in a hostel at 21? Because I couldn't afford a hotel. Right. And you were, what, you were desperate to go to M&M World, so you had to stay. Well, I went You just a... had to come to London. Well, I just got a job at Capital FM, so I went and had a look around Global here. Right. With a mate, being proper radio geeks, and we ended up in M&M World. It's about 11 o'clock at night. I think we went Tiger Tiger as well. And then we went back to this hostel, and there's this guy, and my mate was fast asleep. And I'm pretty sure the guy in the bunk bed above us... Didn't even say hi to him, so I don't know anything about it, but I'm pretty sure he's having a wank. Did you say anything? No. I'm you still I'm, keep in touch? No, I've never seen him since, but I'm pretty, it happens in hostels. I'm pretty sure he was. I just can't imagine that. Have you ever been in a hostel? Well, talking of my trips to China... Um, there was a last-minute change to one of my schedules in China, and we had to go to Beijing first when I was due to fly to Shanghai. So I ended up in Beijing, and my colleague had very, very quickly booked the hotel, but had actually misread it and booked me into a hostel, not a hotel. Did you stay? It was it was one night, and it really wasn't great in Beijing. I would say, Nirit, if you're not comfort- comfortable with that all sort of stuff going on, extracurricular activity, don't stay in a hostel. I would say sometimes in your 20s, especially when you're travelling, trying to save a bit of money, hostels are a necessity. Um, and it's just part of growing up. However, if it's, in a bit, if it's a bit inappropriate, then you need to say something. Mm. Yeah. Oh, nudge, poke, if you're underneath, poke the mattress above. 
Don't through the slats. Don't be doing any poking. No, through the mattress. Give them a fright. Do you ever regret not going travelling? Like, you speak to some people our mm. age now, and from what I gather, we pretty much left uni and went straight into work. Yeah. I didn't do the whole travelling thing. No. And it was never, it was never a thing in, like... I remember being at uni and, like, bloody Xander and... Zachary and all Let's that. be honest, you were not at university with anyone called Zander. No, that was true, I wasn't. But the, I knew people that was... I remember being at Reading Festival and this guy was like, yeah, so I'm, 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 I'm going to go travelling, I've finished now, or I'm on my gap yard. Yeah. And it just never... Do you regret it? No, well, no, but also I was quite lucky because you I, was, I was able to go travelling with work. Yeah, fair And much. I was still... Remember, I was finishing my university dissertation and was sent off to Shanghai and I... Have I not read the diary entry where I threw myself on the bed crying yeah. because I had to go economy? Yeah. So I, w- I was able to do it that way. Ben, have you been travelling? Have you not? Oh, he was going to go travelling. Oh, Ben was going to go travelling. And then the whole corona hit. Yeah. But now, mm. I'm like, I wouldn't mind going to Aberdeen. <laughs> yeah, your version of travelling is, is going down to Dorset. I've been to Aberdeen. Have you? So Burnley qualified for... Europa League. Right. First time in about 40 years. Mm. And me and everyone in, that I go on turf with were like, oh, we'll go to Spain, we'll go to Greece. It's like, this is going to be great. We'll, we'll travel to Aberdeen. We'll travel Europe. And first round, we got drawn against Aberdeen. <laughs> Away from home. Not wrong with Aberdeen. No, no, no. No. It's funny how Aberdeen came with us to Aberdeen. We laughed as well. It's northern humour. This next one doesn't have a name, but that might be because the things... Hello, William Jordan and dearest Ben. Whenever I go on holiday, no matter how long, I'm ridiculed for the amount I pack. In my opinion, I am the one carrying the luggage and it does not negatively impact anyone else, so they have no reason to ridicule or complain. But it always drives my family and friends crazy. So I guess my question is, how much is too much luggage? I leave for holiday tomorrow morning to Cornwall, so have definitely overpacked. But it is better to be safe than sorry. Sending lots of love and a big hug to thank you for being so wonderful and keeping my spirits up as a student who has been forced home from uni because of the virus and who is working in a care home that has had more outbreaks than I'd like to count. Best wishes, Hannah. Hannah, I um, keep doing the amazing work, by the way, and thank you for your lovely words. Um, I agree. Really? I totally agree. I was amazed when we went to Monaco, your bag was quite light. No, it wasn't. Really? No, I agree. Or maybe was that his bed? That was Ben. Oh, that was him. Ben just had a stick with a little um, <laughs> napkin on the end of it. <laughs> yeah, a bag of sandwiches and some boxes in it. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. That I'd rather have too much than get there and then be like, Friday night we're going to this restaurant. I suppose that's part of planning it. Friday night we're going to this restaurant, you need a nice shirt or a nice jacket or a, na- or a nice jacket. Oh, because I'm, yeah, I'm very particular like that. I I, agree. We overpack. Mike and I, the other week, went on a uh, three-night holiday within the the UK, and we took the same case that I take to China for two and a half weeks. Really? Yes. It's always better to overpack. I agree. I hate that people say I've just brought an overnight bag. I'm like, that's all right, but you need... We're very similar like that. We are quite similar. Also, my sponge bag is quite large. It's more the sponge bag that takes up quite a lot of room. What on God's green earth is a 
freaking sponge bag. Will you put your toothpaste and your moisturiser and your cleanser? Your wash bag. Sponge bag. Wash bag. Sponge bag. Toiletry bag. Sponge bag. Wash bag. Well, toiletry's bag is okay. Oh, talking of which, bit of etiquette for you. So you know when people say, I'm going to the toilet? Mm-hmm. So toilet technically means your makeup, like eau de toilette, toiletries. So when people in the Victorian era would say, I'm going to touch up my toilet, they didn't mean they're touching the porcelain bit or the china bit. They were going to sort of powder their wig or powder their face, etc. So that is your toilet. The actual thing that you do your business into, that's the lavatory. So that's another reason why you say lavatory, not toilet. Hannah, um, yeah, it's better to overpack. Blew you away, that fact, didn't it? I was about to say, you are fun at parties, but you actually are. I'm quite fun at parties. You're a hoot. Thank you. <laughs> That's so disingenuous. No, you are a hoot. When was the last party you saw me at? Your 30th. Oh, that was a good night. That was a great night. So much happened. Yeah, it was a good I don't night. think, yeah, as long as it's within your, going back to your, your question, as long as it is uh, within the, the li- luggage limit of the aeroplane... Uh, you've got everything you need, and it doesn't sort of. If, it, if you're going in a car, for example, and lo- everyone else's cases have to fit in, then you've got to sort of monitor how much you take because yeah. everyone has to have equal room. Um, so just monitor that. But if not, if there's no problem with the luggage, then you take what you want. Remember, if you want our help with something, then you can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexthemyboss.com. Great advice this weekend. Oh, you. Uh, you can tweet us or send a message on Instagram at sexandmyboss. Or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter head of paper. The address is on the website, sexofmyboss.com. We'll see you soon. Adios. Adios. In Spain. Ciao, adios. Zadjen, as they say in China. How do they say it in Germany? Uh, auf Wiedersehen. Hello, it's me, Jamie Lang, and I've got a new podcast, uh, and this time there are no gimmicks. It's just great company. Because the thing is, I realise the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people. Hello, I'm Youngblood. Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faith. Jay Blades. Elizabeth Day. Zara Larson. Casper Lee. And I'm Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Apparently. It's Great Company with me, Jamie Lang. Out now. Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.